What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. I'm here with my lovely and very studious wife, Shira, and we have been we, we, we've been having a good day. This has been a good Sunday, and we hope that you you two are having a great and eventful Sunday. Shira, how you doing on today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm excited to talk about today's topics. We're going to be reacting to uh, an article that you found. But before we get started, I want to thank everyone who's been listening to the Black Mary Diffie podcast. Thank you for downloading. We're creeping up on a million downloads. I know I say that every week, but we are really close. So do us a favor and share this with your friends. Share this with uh, your family. You know, we, we were talking finance, all things finance and all things marriage. This is your number one stop for marriage and finance. So welcome, Shira. I want to know what this article is about. Yeah, it looks really interesting. And so it's titled, I ruined my family's finances Ooh. by withdrawing from my 401k to buy a house. Oh. And I regret it. Yeah, this is what's uh, your thoughts? Yeah, this is this is gonna be really interesting because uh, I used uh, some creative ways to fund an investment property before, and so not quite like this, but uh, very interesting. So um, I'm interested to hear more. <laughs> yes. So this article is featured in Market Watch, and it says I recently made a panic decision to withdraw all my money from one retirement account. And I am closing on a house in February. The house cost around 200000 
I am 36 years old, married, and have a one-year-old. Half of me is regretting it, and I'm worried about next year's taxes due to the withdrawal and the 10% penalty I paid. I have been saving up money with my family in order to buy our first home. Recently, however, interest rates have risen, making me worry that this window to get an affordable house was closing. In a fit of panic, I withdrew all of our 26000 saved money from our 401k account and I put it into a high yield savings account. We have now chosen a home and will be using around $18,000 of this money for the down payment. I'm now worried that I might have to pay income taxes and a penalty for the withdrawal itself. I'm extremely anxious over the situation as I feel I have destroyed our family's financial future and that we cannot afford to pay taxes on the money that I withdrew. So I'll go ahead and stop there and get your reaction. Yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things come to mind. One, uh, I want to put this person's mind at ease because, you know, shy, they, they seem very anxious and they said they were nervous and unsure. Uh, so I want to assure them that they will be paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> they will be paying taxes on that money. But I think it's important to break down the, the 401 K, which is an employee-sponsored retirement account, and um, with that, if you withdraw prematurely, fifty before, which is before fifty-nine and a half, you're going to get a ten percent penalty for sure. And because this is a pre-taxed account, which means this is taken out before the federal government gets their taxes and your state gets their taxes, you're going to have to pay taxes upon withdrawing. At any age, right? Even if you withdraw at 65, you got to still pay taxes on it. Right. So, yeah, it's going to count as income. I mean, there's really no work around for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's red flags all throughout. Yeah. All throughout this narrative that I just read. Um, The first red flag is panic decision. Mm. And when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your family, uh, you don't make panic decisions you make thoughtful decisions you make um i've calculated the risk uh Mm -hmm. uh, decisions Mm -hmm. i've talked it over with my partner decisions uh, but we don't make panic decisions and i think uh what can put you in a panic i think watching a lot of the sky is falling material (laughs) will kind of get you into that state of mind or the news or you know um maybe seeing other people buy homes and knowing that you haven't got gotten a home yet. Um, I think looking at everyone else is definitely a a way to get yourself to make a panic decision. But I think when, as I said, when it comes to finances, those are not the type of decisions that we want to make. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I sense a lot of unsurety here and it's like, this actually could be a nice little, play a nice little move if you were just sure about it but mm-hmm. the fact that you're so you know i don't know I, I think i might have ruined my family why would you do anything with on the other side of it it could be i think i may have ruined <laughs> you know what I mean? not uh you know i don't know if i'll make all my money back or you know this is the the the, the, the bad side of this 
to her is catastrophic. So why would yes. you even te- why would you uh, even do that? Marcus, you, know? you said her. I think it could be a guy. Uh, right, right. <laughs> We're going back and forth. Like is I it immediately a she? thought is her. I don't he? know why. Yeah. Uh, that's not fair. <laughs> that is not why. fair. Okay. Um, the next thing that stands out to me is um, the the worry that this window to get an affordable house was closing. Uh, when have these houses been affordable? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's find that out. And is it not true that as interest rates rise, house prices actually drop? So that's, that's the other thing about this window of an affordable house. Um, I will say they were able to get a house for, for 200000 It does not say what part of the country that they're in, um, but maybe where they're in, that is a Below good the deal. the national average, right? <laughs> it sounds like it, right? It's pretty good. Um, and then to withdraw all of the money. I know yeah. people withdraw some money, yeah. but what... Why would you take all of the money versus figuring out what it is you actually need? How much you need. It's just, I think that we have an over tendency to maybe overestimate what we really need. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, it really shows up with like the student loan debt crisis. Yeah. Like, shoot, it, it it showed up for me where I took more than what I needed. And I think sometimes we, um, we overestimate and it only harms us because yeah. for one, if you know you're buying a home, the first thing that you should have done was establish a budget. And if you established a budget, you would have been able to calculate to the T mm-hmm. what you needed for the home. Yeah. And maybe you would be able to uh, use your savings, some some something that you've worked for and combine it with your 401k mm-hmm. instead of just saying, you know, I got to get into my 401k and I got to get this money out and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So, so you sorry, what you're doing and I didn't even see us going here. You're digging into the psychology of it, right. Of the, of the person, why they did it. And I I think that is super important. Yeah. I think they may have inadvertently withdrawing. All of it may have inadvertently been the right move in this case, because Mm -hmm. you take out 26,000, you only, needed to use 18 for the down payment i think you might still have enough to cover your 10 percent penalty and your, your inflated taxes. tax right but you know or at least most of it right you know? and the other thing is that this article mentioned was that they were closing um in february mm-hmm. it's january it Ooh. it says i'm extremely anxious i feel i've i feel i have destroyed our family's financial future Nobody's making you do this. You can back out back right out. now if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> back out. And you know what you need to do? Uh, what, what I would consider doing since you feel so bad. Um, the money that you borrowed, put it back. But yeah. You know, because here we are in, what are we in? Jan- January. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the whole year to replenish what you borrowed. Yeah. So pay it back. And then the thing that you'll have to suck up is that ten percent penalty that that you uh, that you took from withdrawing it. Yeah. And, and count it as a lesson learned. That's an option. Because when you get a house, you want to do you want to pay ten percent of twenty six thousand, or do you want to pay uh, two hundred thousand dollars for a house you do you don't want? Right. right. Which. Well, which yeah. makes more sense to you. So I'm saying w- through your income, contribute, you know, to the max or whatever you 
and if your partner's working and then that'll in turn lower your tax bill for next year if you're contributing and you should have the money to contribute because now you have this excess cash that you borrowed are you following me am i making sense but in that scenario they won't they wouldn't have the house though Yes, because they don't, because they said that they feel if this house is bringing you grief, then don't (laughs) do it. Then don't do it because your house, of course, your house should be a blessing. Yes. Like when we moved into the house that we're in now, yes. Moving, moving, yes. The moving was probably the most stressful part, part, right? But we literally moved like down the street, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. Um, But, I feel that my home is such a blessing. Yeah. It's a, and if you don't see moving into a, a home as a blessing, and for some people it's not a blessing because it's at the wrong time, mm-hmm. you know, you for can't afford price. it for right. the wrong price and for the wrong reasons, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, if if the house isn't a, isn't a, is not a blessing to you and your family, and it's going to bring more stress, more harm, then back out. Take take the L. Let somebody let let it be somebody else's blessing. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree, Sean. I love where, where you went. Um, now let's talk about what some potential alternatives could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, with most four hundred one ks, you can withdraw or take a loan on against your balance, right? And pay it back. I don't know how the uh, emeritized payback is uh but I, this is something that i did way before black mary debt free mm-hmm. way before we got financially literate i was needed needing some we were in need of some cash and all this and i knew my my and i wasn't contributing to my 401k but i knew i had something in there because my employer was really active on the matching and the yearly they would put money Bonuses into our 401k yearly and- yeah and so I knew there was some money up in there. I knew I had some money floating around and I really needed to get some of it. So I, you know, did the research and found out I could take a loan on my 401k. Now, the thing to remember is that you you will still be taxed, but you avoid the 10 percent penalty. But you do have to pay it back. There was like a minimum down payment. And so they're going to take it. Now, the cool thing is, Shire. The payback was out of my check. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means after the loan, they're going to automatically withdraw more to pay myself back, so to speak. So now my my check looks smaller. So well, that you said that sucks. was a good thing. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> sucks. You know, I think I could have paid a lump some kind of way from some outside money if I needed to. But I didn't even really do all the research to figure that out. Yeah. But that could have been an option. Now, you would have been stuck paying yourself back. But you would have avoided this ten percent penalty. Maybe that would have put her mind more at ease. But that's yes. kind of weird, you know what I mean? It's 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 like, especially if you're contributing actively to your four hundred one on one hand, and then you're paying your four hundred one k loan back on the other hand. It's kind of counterintuitive if you really think about it. But yeah, um, what do you think, Sha? Well, one of the things to note is that you're still required to repay the loan, even if you leave your current job or you, you are laid off. So Thank that you. is one thing to just be mindful of if. Mm-hmm know a person was to take this route but anything to avoid that penalty you know it might make it worth it yeah yeah well i mean let's do story time shy and and we've broached this topic before let's 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 go here uh i for our fourth investment property used funds from 
and a, a retirement account of, of sorts. It wasn't a 401k, but it was my Roth IRA. And what I did was I didn't go into any penalties, which is cool because with a Roth IRA, you can withdraw money that you've put in that you've put in. You can't withdraw the gains without penalty, but you can withdraw any of your deposits. There you, there we go. Without penalty and without tax. Why, Marcus? Because a Roth IRA is funded with after tax dollars. Right. Essentially, it's you've funded with paid. money from your checking account that you've already been taxed on or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So that was what I chose to do to fund the down payment for an investment property. Now, with that said, the investment, the word investment means that's we're making money on that purchase. And it wasn't like our primary where it's like there's no there's no receiving that money is not something that's going to generate money. But what did you think about that then, Shire? What do you think about that now that I did that? Let's tell the people. <laughs> well, I mean, for those that didn't me, catch that I, episode, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say. <laughs> I feel that was the house that you bought with n- no input from me. And I don't regret. I don't have no like sorrow or like I don't feel like I ruined the family or I don't like regret that I did it. You know, I do regret that I didn't ask you first. Like we we've talked about that. Like. I mean, you know, we're being shy our business. I'm partners. not saying that you have to ask, but informed. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. And I didn't ask any questions because I just I knew he had his mind made up. So yeah. I just kind of left it alone until after <laughs> I asked, how did you get the money? <laughs> and I know we're getting way off topic here, but, you know, since then, I've become more enlightened. Like, and this may be good for any couples. Uh, just a little, you know, just a little nugget. We're going to get back on the topic. But I look at me, what me and Shire do on the money side as we're business partners. So I can't be like, yo, I'm the husband when it comes to business because you wouldn't do that with a business partner. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm taller. Like if it was you and your friend that made business moves, investment moves together, you wouldn't be like, well, I, I'm older than you. So I just chose to do it like this. I didn't need to ask you. No, no, no. If you're partners, you should you should check in and get the okay with your partner before you do something like that. So I've, I learned. I've grown. I've grown. You know what I mean? Can you tell the people I've grown at least? Come on now. You've grown. <laughs> um, but, you know, every relationship works differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an investment that my name was on. Yes. Therefore, I think... Uh, Right. There should be should some be dialogue. Some, right, right, right. <laughs> but, if I'm going to be on the hook for it as well. Yeah. But back to this story. I'm saying okay. I told you my story to draw a parallel with this lady's yes, story because yes, yes. we both used uh, some creative ways. But the difference was I, she seems unsure, you know, back to the psychology that you were saying. She sorry. seems unsure. That's not fair. <laughs> what? Tell me you keep what. You said uh, that it's a, it's a female. Oh, I'm sorry. It may, <laughs> but it could be. Who knows? It may. It, it probably, most likely, is is a husband. Cause you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So another thing we were kind of discussing yeah, yeah. was around 401k withdrawal and whether or not they would actually assess a, a penalty from mm-hmm. the IRS. And the answer that we found. And that's even included in the article. It was somewhere around the lines of, it depends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
And one of the reasons why is because an early withdrawal could be classified as a hardship withdrawal. Mm. Um, the IRS considers any emergency removal of funds from a 401k to cover an immediate and heavy financial need mm-hmm. as a hardship withdrawal. Um, whether or not it's the purchase of a home using your 401k counts, uh, whether or not that, that counts as a hardship is a determination that falls to your employer mm-hmm. um, and that you would need to present evidence of hardship before the withdrawal can be approved. So that's something that I didn't know that there was a caveat around an emergency withdrawal and mm-hmm. that there might be some leniency if you're, if you are in a bind. So I, that's something that knew that I learned. And then also um, we were talking about that period of time a few years ago when the government was like, you know, if you withdraw from your 401k, there would not be a 10% penalty. And it turns out that that was actually through the CARES Act. Yes. And that uh, was in March of 2020. And a part of the CARES Act, um, it said that 401k account owners could make a hardship withdrawal of up to 100000 without paying the 10% penalty. And the bill also grants the account holder three years to pay any income tax. Um, whether, rather than it being due within that same year. So yeah. I'm not sure that we're still under the CARES Act. So that would be something that I would look forward, I, w- I would look into yeah. if you're kind of in that predicament. But looking at your personal experience, mm-hmm. you know, in withdrawing from your 401k and also hearing this person's experience, like in general, do you think that it is acceptable to withdraw from a 401k or you know what that. like where do you fall yeah you know i'm from the school of anything you put in a 401k or anything you invest in general you don't put it in if you think you're going to need it later mm-hmm. um any money that me and you put away shira the the mindset is i won't need this for 10 plus years you know um so and i know that gosh anything could come up where you're like you could scramble we were just watching this crazy movie we didn't finish it though because we fell asleep where the dude needed to get money out like he needed money and you know to pay off some ransom and he only had a certain amount in his bank and he's like trying to scramble and so i get like there may be some crazy scenarios like i need to get this a kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's very unlikely. Uh, so I'm from the school of you don't withdraw. The you know with, with the knowledge and understanding that I have about finance now, now I know that right. when you invest something, it's for the long term. Long term for me is ten years plus. Right. And so uh, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do what she did. I'm just gonna say that. I would just wait. You know, save the money, do something else, you know, figure out a different way to go about this. Me personally. Yeah. So I would definitely lean towards the side of 401k withdrawal is really for true emergencies. Mm -hmm. Like it really has to be an emergency, but then also do what I can to put uh, in place, you know, uh, an emergency fund. Come on, Shar. So that I don't have to go into a 401k. So it's not even an option. Obviously, a house purchase is not really a reason to dip into an emergency fund. That's not an emer- a, an emergency. Me 
need to start a house. You start a down payment. So, fund, yeah. Right? So maybe you start another fund. It gets really difficult because you want a home. Come on. Shia, a lot of people, we don't, we don't want to wait because it's like, man, I'm already in my 30s. And then say if I have a 30-year loan, I'm going to be in my 60s or close to 70 before I pay it off. And I think that we let different things weigh on us. Yes. And then we get into a hurry. Yep. And then we end up in a bad situation. So really just go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Don't make uh, rush decisions. Mm-hmm. And if you have to uh, rent for longer than you would prefer, just do whatever it is you have to do. We don't know what this market is going to look like in, you know, one year, two years, three years. It could be to your benefit that you wait and not jump into something. I mean, that's one of the things with the market is that it's really hard to predict. But one thing that you don't have to predict is your income. You know what that is. And you should also know what you can and cannot afford. Yeah. And then you should use your best judgment, work with your partner mm-hmm. to make the best decision. Right. Regardless of what other people are doing, regardless of, you know, what's on the news that's yes. making you panic. <laughs> Get, I mean, find out what your trigger is mm-hmm. and find out, um, you know, uh, yeah, pinpoint those triggers. Yep. If you know that certain content is making you more anxious, tune it out. Take yeah. a break. Yeah. Not saying that you don't never you'll never watch the news, you'll never, you know, follow XYZ, you mm-hmm. know, on Instagram, but sometimes you just have to s- steal yourself and settle yourself so you can find a place of contentment whether you're renting, right. whether you're owning, whether you're, you know, you have other goals that you want to pursue, but now it's just not the right time. Yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah, I love that, Shire. I think you're right, man. Sometimes you got to put them phones down, log out of uh, Instagram and all these different platforms where you're seeing people do stuff. And he's like, man, I wish I was doing that because it'll cause you to make rash decisions. And it's not like if you did this to to the writer of this, if you did this with the utmost confidence, we wouldn't even be tight. We wouldn't, this would not even be a podcast topic. Right. But it's the mere fact that you're so un or unconfident. I don't know if that's the word. Right. Unsure. Unsure. Anxious. Anxious that you think you may have ruined your family. Like that's how, you know, you let, you let this, this stuff get to you. You let the FOMO, you mentioned that in here, you let all that get to you. And, you know, you don't want to do that. You don't right. Do that. Or at least if you're going to do it, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just okay? do it and say, hey, whatever happens, I don't even care. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying that. No, I don't uh, care, well, but I'm, I'm going to deal with it. Right. I'm, I'm a, whatever the But then you, know. you make a plan, right? Yes. Say, man, I did this. Ouch. Lesson learned. And you know what? I'm going to um, I'm gonna make better decisions now that I've, I'm going to learn from this. Yeah. So I know that I need to build back up what I've lost. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, you know, you figure out how much you can actually contribute each month to retirement and and do better. My thing is we're going to all make mistakes. We've lost money. Yes. You know, uh, we, but we learn from our mistakes Mm -hmm. and we do better. We don't sit there. We don't wallow. I mean, you can wallow for a few minutes, right? but you snap out of it and say, you know what? I'm not going to make this mistake again. And 
yes, I made a mistake, but uh, I'm going to do better. Come on, Shy. I think that's a great place to leave this conversation. Uh, I totally agree with you on that one, Shy. Well, if you all enjoyed this podcast, do us a huge favor and please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever, Spotify, wherever you're checking us out. That really helps us out tremendously. And do yourself a favor. I mentioned it on the quick cast last week. I'm going to mention it again. I have a 24 seven music stream on YouTube of great just vibe mode setting music that you can play on it could be the soundtrack to your financial journey okay yes, yes. you just turn it on vibe out and the link is in the description for that what's it called chai tea vibes come on okay lo-fi 24 7 stream on youtube similar to lo-fi girl if y'all familiar with that you know turn it on while you're studying whatever this this, this, this is my version of that so check it out let us know what you think and we're gonna holla at y'all on the next episode shower any final words no, just check it out. I've been listening to it. Thank you, It's Shai. really good. It's yes. really good. We're going to be adding a lot more music to that. So we, No, Marcus will be adding more music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, y'all. Happy Sunday, and we hope you have a blessed week. We're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Bye.